was the one back in the day always talking about I love the hood. I love the ghetto. I was the one said I wasn't the kind of nigga to make a little money and run to the suburbs. Yeah, you, you're right. That's what I said. But as soon as I got my check, I was gone. This is the Comic Book Bullies. I am your host, one of the hosts. This is Eli, aka Short Round Stack, with my co-host. Uh, this is Leroy, aka Flea Flicker. Uh, let's go here. Uh, yeah, sorry, we had a little technical difficulty. We were actually trying something, and it accidentally went live. Uh, but not in the way you think. <laughs> it just happened. Uh, so since we said that, I guess I'll go ahead and say, Eli, do you want the, as far as what's going on with us now, you want the good news, you want the bad news? I want all the news. Give me all the news. I'll give you the good news first. The good news is fake news too. (laughs) Fake news. Okay. So what basically this was supposed to be the last week of our Facebook ban. We were supposed to, that's apparently the good news. We were supposed to be back on Facebook after this week, supposed to serve our time after a whole month of doing it. It's supposed to be good. However, the bad news is that I end up getting another ban for another two months. So two months—that's that's heavy. I don't think I've that's heavy. That it was a—I yeah. I, I think you saw the post. It was a Kanye Hitler tweet, which I, I did knew. not see the post, but that's hilarious. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I knew it was coming, but I was like, worth it, you know. So but, I almost posted about Kanye, but I did not because uh, I'm yeah, I, I'm on my last like warning and shit so yeah i didn't want to like eh, you know but like I, I told this before man i said this before don't cancel kanye because then he's gonna do something really fucking crazy i told you <laughs> right i mean how much crazy can you get <laughs> like just just keep him busy. i said keep kanye busy don't mm-hmm. cancel him like give him something to just give him some crayons some paper let him color and shit <laughs> Do well, something. <laughs> well, either way, because of Kanye, we're gone from Facebook till 2023. So, like, next time the Facebook crowd will see us, it'll be a whole new year. You know, uh, we will finally got a Facebook jail. I guess we're going to be swollen, brolic, like we just got out of Facebook jail. Oh, you yeah, know? we'll be, like, quoting the fucking Quran. And yeah, I'll be converted to Islam. Oh, no, no, it's 2023, so black people, are, we're, we're Hebrew Israelites now. <laughs> so I'll be quoting that. I'll be... <laughs> Two thousand zero zero party over. Oh, the time. Out of time. Oop, out of time. <laughs> My bacon's feeling. <laughs> oh man, broccoli is man-made. I'm gonna be saying that shit like this. <laughs> but anyway, let's get to the news. Now we're gonna get we're gonna get to the we're gonna get to the nerd shit. We're gonna get to the comic podcast. But before we do that, I do I think I need to do some. I just want to get some off my chest because the thing is. Anytime some crazy shit happens, like in our respective states or respective cities, we do address it because we kind of give a like a boost to the ground view of it that maybe the national news won't give a view to it. And I think we should do that here also. Um, for those that don't know, and, and another thing we're talking about, so we're going to talk about football for a second. Before everybody clicked, I want to let you know where we're headed. 
We talked about football. American now. football, because I know um, FIFA's going on right now. <laughs> American FIFA. Football. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So we're talking about American football, college football, because like I said, uh Talking Vols is the most popular podcast. Yeah. So we're, on we're, we're going Geekery. we're going deep football. <laughs> we're going deep football. So since out so since Talking Vols can talk about football on a nerd podcast, why can't we do it? Even though neither one of us watch football. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you want to hear what we have to say about it. I just watched the Vikings. No, that's all. <laughs> okay, you watched the Vikings, so that's something. But so. I, I'm, I'm totally, I don't watch college football at all. Okay. Because that's, so. that's for nerds. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. So let's just start with that. So we're going to talk about uh, what's going on right now. We're going to talk about Deion Sanders. Now, I know tomorrow that Deion Sanders is going to be the biggest thing on ESPN and Fox and all these other sports networks. You know, these talking heads and stuff like that. But I do think they're going to spin it in a certain way that they're not going to talk about the way that it should be talked about. Because the thing is, we need to talk about it, how it addresses, you know, Mississippi. Because it came out of Mississippi, he did these things, and he kind of left Mississippi kind of like, you know, up in the air, you know. So that's why I think I'm going to get in. Now, I know a lot of people actually shouldn't talk about this because, like I said, this is a swag situation. And a lot of people don't like it when people not from the SWAC don't talk about this. Well, spoiler alert, I'm SWAC. Uh, you, I, I can pull up the receipts right now if you want to. Didn't go to Jackson State, but I went to a SWAC school. So I feel like I'm qualified to talk about this. Plus, I am a Jacksonian, so I can talk about Jackson News. Jackson. So, yeah, that's that's what we call it. That's the nicest way they call it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I want to call this segment Happy Happy Trails, uh, Deion Sanders. Oh, there we go. So before I get into it, I do want to preface one thing that I do want to say that I am a fan of Deion Sanders. He not only is one of my favorite football players of all time, he's also one of my favorite baseball players of all time. I watched that day when he both he played in a Falcons and Braves game in the same day. <laughs> you know, uh, no other athlete I think has ever done that in the same day. That being said, like I said, he came down in Jackson State, uh, made all these promises. He said God told him to come to Jackson State. God needed him in the swag. He came down here, did all this recruitment, uh, made all these promises. Uh, and for the most part, I would say he delivered on his promises. Like I said, he is a football coach. He uh, came down. He won two SWAC championships in two years. He went undefeated this year. That is the best record that Jack State has ever had of any coach ever since they've been around. And then the day of they won the SWAC championship, he announced he was leaving. And the reason he announced he was leaving, by leaving, hopped on a jet plane and left out of there. While they were doing the award ceremony, he was already on a plane gone to Colorado. So he won a swag championship that afternoon and was in Colorado that night. Skipped the, skipped the award ceremony. Matter of fact, his son, who is a quarterback for Jackson State, was about to break like the passing record for the swag. He told his son, hurry this up so we can get the hell out of here. So that's how much he thinks about Jackson State. So, like I said, he's in Colorado, enjoys himself. What I don't like when he came to Colorado is about how he kind of like threw us under the bus, basically saying how Jackson is crime ridden, you know, uh, how we don't have the resources, things like that. Like, why would you tell, you know, the other people that stuff like that? You know, especially since people in the SWAC have been defending him, you know, saying he wasn't SWAC. Other coaches have been saying that because he moves in a certain way that is not, be, uh, you know, beneficial to the SWAC culture. Meanwhile, he decides to make a shirt, I am SWAC and sell it everywhere and make money out of it and probably use that money to buy a plane to go to get the hell out of here, you know? So that's my thing. Um, 
but I can't be too mad at him. Like I said, he made what 300 K working at Jackson state. Meanwhile, this is his current girlfriend, Tracy Edmonds. If you don't know who Tracy Edmonds is, she is the ex-wife of Kenny Babyface Edmonds, you know, the, the R&B singer, and Eddie Murphy. So that being said, you're not going to keep her on a 300K uh, job. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I don't care how, I don't care if your dick's swinging like Tarzan from a vine. You need more than 300K to do that. So that's my thing. So am I really mad at Dion? I, I, I'll be honest. I was drinking the Kool-Aid myself. I want to throw everybody else on the bus, but I drink the Kool-Aid myself. I thought when Dion came down, he was going to make a change. I'm not saying he was going to save us. I'm not saying that. But I thought he was going to, like, maybe ignite a change. Okay, you got this big-name celebrity coming down to the swag, uh, to this football, to an HBCU, historically-backed uh, black uh, college institution. I'm sorry, university. <laughs> That's HBCI. And I thought he was going to come down and maybe make a change or maybe like bring other, you know, celebrities down and coaches down or maybe keep talent down there. Like I said, it's a lot of athletic talent in Mississippi. The first thing they do, shoot the hell out of here and go to like big cities and big towns, stuff like that. But maybe if Dion would come down here and do that, maybe other coaches would come to him. Maybe we would keep talent in-house and maybe it would start a movement. It didn't do that. Like I said, the very first offer he got the big offer he got which was a big offer like i said five million is what they're paying him right now he got the hell up out of here he got out the hood he he made all these promises to the hood he was going to come down and do it for the culture and keep it real and build up the swag and show what everybody was missing out and then he was out of here the first chance he got but while he was down here like i said he won games he brought down he he brought national exposure to mississippi good morning america came down espn came down stephen a smith came down all these people came, Celeb, Snoop Dogg came down, you know, all these people were down here, you know, rooting for Jackson State all of a sudden. Puff Daddy said he was going to offer Jackson State a million dollars. Kiss that shit goodbye, you know, now that he's gone. So that's my only thing about it. But I think other people were expecting Dion to come down and save us, which I think they were drinking the Kool-Aid a little bit too much. They were expecting the, he, him to fix the water crisis. You know, when the ice storm hit, they expected him to do something about it. They expected him to uh, get the five million dollars that Brett Favre stole and bring it back to Mississippi. Like this—that's not his job. They brought him down to play football and coach football. And as far as that job, he did that better than anybody else that came down and did that. As far as all the other problems of Mississippi, that's not his problem. Now, as far as him exposing our problems and throwing us under the bus for the problems, I think that was wrong of him to do that. But I can't get mad at a guy for leaving a three hundred k job to go get five million. Yeah, we could talk about keeping it real and don't turn your back on the hood. I'm sorry, Eli. Pay me five million dollars. I'm out of here. <laughs> That's just me. And any other swag coach talking shit about it would do the same thing. That'd be the, the on the first train smoking out of here, you know. But I mean, he did do some things while he was down here. You know, he uh he did build up the program. He one of the weirdest things he did was bring this chick down, Brittany Renner. Now. If you don't know who Brittany Renner is, she is obviously an IG model, Instagram model, and she's also a professional groupie. Rappers, athletes, doesn't matter. You got money, she'll try to get it out of you. But what she did, he brought her down and had her talk to the to the athletes, to the uh to the to the team, and basically try to tell them what would happen and what to look out for from groupies and gold diggers and things like that, so they won't get their money taken from chicks like her, you know. Uh, meanwhile, if you, if she looks familiar, that's because she's currently sponsored by Chick Fil A. Uh, I'm sorry, Crystal. She's sponsored by Crystal, and she's selling a chicken sandwich called the Side Chick. So she's on a commercial right now. It's that's 
funny the way she did that. Uh, and another I, thing I, I don't feel, like. I feel yeah. like this is an an episode of the Boondocks. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to wrap it up, but it's just like a lot of weird shit that just happens. So like yeah. like like that one where there was like the fake documentary with Werner Herzog. <laughs> oh <narrating>. yeah. <laughs> like like most like gangsterlicious made his living being a professional buffoon or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, it's gonna be grooming. She's gonna be grooming Kyle's kids. No, and, and that's the thing. He actually brought her down here to tell her what to watch out for. Because why she got to groom Kyle's kids when she can, you know, get NBA players out of the money? So Kyle's kids are broke. Fi- yeah. She figured out how to make a job. How to? <laughs> how to do- <laughs> she got a job, not get not getting a job. <laughs> right, and she's very good at it. So yeah. <laughs> that's 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 what we do now. That's that's the you know. Right. So you know, got no talent? Get get go to Instagram. Or you go to Instagram. Yeah, that, that's 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 look look at us. Right. <laughs> we ain't got no sponsors though. We ain't getting that. We ain't getting no we we got no commercials. We're not making money off this shit though. Right. We we can't shake our ass on Instagram. I mean we just For do five million dollars, I'll stop saying fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Clean up my image, you know. Let's try it. I'll make it we'll, we'll we'll edit. We won't go live anymore. We'll be editing. <laughs> Right, <laughs> that will finally make me behave on Facebook. No more Kanye Hitler jokes out of that shit. If you pay me five million, so, yeah. uh, but the weirdest thing also that okay, so Dion left, went to Colorado, told his current kids that are at Jackson State, do not transfer, you stay where you are because I'm not picking you up. Not only he didn't, not only tell everybody because everybody's saying that he brought his son with them. Yes, he brought one son with them. The other son, he left at Jackson State. So he's just there at Jackson State because his dad won't even bring him to his team because he's not good enough to be on the new team. I'm like, that's some some MCU dad shit right there, man. I'm like, damn, that's fucked up. Like Odin and Loki. That's how you make a super villain. Uh, when y'all getting sponsors. We can't yeah. we can't even get on Facebook. <laughs> how are we gonna get sponsors? <laughs> sponsors that'll let us swear. Like who right. like, like sex toys or something? We got <laughs> we gotta clean up our act first. KY right? Jelly. <laughs> right. Move it up. <laughs> Coming to a podcast yeah. Got no Vaseline? Go K watch. <laughs> oh man. So that's all I gotta say about that. So yeah, I just feel about I'm just to just to wrap this up, just to make put a neat, neat bow on it. I'm not mad at him. I don't like the way he did it and threw us under the bus. But other people that are like super mad at him, hey, you would do the same thing in a situation. Let's not be the crabs in the bucket. For those who know what a crab in a bucket is, that is that metaphor, or not even metaphor, it's actually when you put a bunch of crabs in a bucket, and when one tries to get out and escape, the other crabs will yeah. bring him back down because the other crabs don't want him to get out where they can't get out. I don't want to make sure that people in Jackson, Mississippi, are not doing that to Dion. Yeah, I, I, I hope he goes undefeated at Colorado. So shit. Uh, make this a PG radio show. Not this, not this episode, maybe <laughs> next episode. <laughs> because when i get to the exterminators this won't be pg yeah because i'm sure like any anybody from disney watches this shit that don't they they'll give us a keep our names out your mouth right <laughs> just will smith both of us just just backhand us bam <laughs> yeah. oh man but that's, that's all i gotta say that's all i gotta say like i said I, I'm, I'm swag so i gotta give a swag opinion out there because when you watch espn tomorrow they're not gonna say any of this shit they're just gonna just spin this however the fuck they want to so uh yeah so can we get on to the actual yeah, nerd shit because I, I i this ain't the how do we save the hood 
Yeah, this, this <laughs> isn't that. This is the wrong podcast. But I just had to give an opinion on that. That's all we can <laughs> Oh, let's get this some shit that we can talk about. Okay, so like I said, it was a bunch of trailers that dropped. And the way I'm going to do the trailers, I'm going to rank them by their view count on YouTube. Just the main channel YouTube, not the other channels and Facebook, stuff like that. So, Eli, I want you to give it to me. What was the number one view trailer that debuted this week? Uh, Guardians, Guardians, a Marvel movie, of course. <laughs> so let's talk. Let's start off with Guardians. Let's just get to Guardians. I know it ain't Indiana Jones because half these kids will say, "Who? Who's Indiana Jones?" That is true. It <laughs> wasn't Indiana Jones, <laughs> uh, but he did have some. Put he did put some nice numbers also. So let's just briefly talk about uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. So um, trailer dropped. I did do a reaction on it. Appreciate Eli for posting it for me because I can't post it because I'm, oh, I'm right. blocked right you now. Do that, yeah. Right. I got your back. <laughs> appreciate it i'm the I was guy actually, in the chair i'm the guy in the chair because <laughs> i was actually in mid scene with facebook like uh-uh no <laughs> yeah while you were falling out the sky i was like oh shit i got you <laughs> you're the wind beneath my wings you like. <laughs> 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 now that being said let's talk about this like i said i did a review I'm, uh, i did like a reaction on a live reaction stuff like that and i realized eli that i don't know the the protocol to doing reactions because when i did the reaction to guardians of the galaxy I did, I nerded out and did all the nerd shit. I was like, ooh, uh, living, uh, high evolutionary, ooh, half world, ooh, counter earth. I'm like picking out shit, you know, stuff like that. Apparently, I wasn't supposed to do that. All I was oh, supposed to do was just sit there and look sad. Oh, you were spoiling shit. Huh? I was spoiling shit, right? I wasn't <laughs> supposed to do that, you know. I was supposed to act like I don't know what the hell's going on. I was supposed to be like, oh, but I see it. I can see the plot of the movie right there by everything you're just showing me, but I'm supposed to look sad. I'm supposed to look upset. I'm supposed to, uh, oh no, Cry. yeah, Rocket's about to die. Starlo's about to die. I don't give a shit. They can kill all these fuckers for all I care. I don't care. <laughs> James Gunn leaving anyway. <laughs> oh shit. Oh, let me see. This Jay Gunn last film, Marvel, right? Yes, this is his last film, uh, with Marvel. After that, he's done. He's out of. He's going to DC. Uh, so con- not only is he done, like I said, contractually. I think like the majority or maybe even all of the actors in this Guardian movies contracts are up. Like they have mentally said it. Some of them mentally say it. They're done with Marvel after this. I think Zoe Zaldana said that. And I think Batista said like they're straight up like after this is done, they're out of Marvel. Like even if Marvel calls back, you know. So that's the thing with that. But yeah, I was supposed to get emotional. But the thing is, I'm not getting emotional because everybody keeps saying I'm supposed to get emotional. Like oh, I'm supposed to get upset about Rocket. Why? You telling me I was, that Rocket might die if he dies? I'm like, okay, you know. If he dies, I'm not gonna cry. If he, if he dies, these motherfuckers die in Endgame and shit. Oh, right. They came back. Come, if they want to come, come back, back. They, they'll bring him back. They'll find a way. Fuck Rocket Jr. You yeah. have a kid before he's dead or some shit like that. They'll find a way to bring him back if they want to. You know. So it's Marvel. Okay, Nobody dies. Nobody dies. Yeah. <laughs> what do they do? Fuck, you think I'm gonna cry? Starlo dies. Hell. <laughs> As much as he fucked up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that's how I feel about that. So that's that's pretty much what I got to say about that. Eli, what you think about Guardians? I'm gonna just ask you real quick. Uh, I thought it was, yeah, I'm gonna see it. You know, <laughs> you don't gotta tell me that you don't gotta sell me the Guardians movie, but yeah, okay. I, I, my only. So you don't was, need a shirtless Chris Pratt trailer yeah. uh, image on the trailer. Oh, to, I wasn't gonna see it till now. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah because <laughs> this is Marvel- like the first marvel trailer that didn't have like a shirtless dude in it like like really okay i guess we're past that okay yeah um i guess my only thing was the song i was a little disappointed in the song <laughs> okay so what but, song was that because i know it was, some that bad- was space that- hog 
that came out in the 90s and it made me think of okay these tapes are from his mom right uh well no 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 because of guardians of the galaxy volume two at the special ending at the end Craglin gave him a zoom oh and the oh, zoom had oh, like had 90 to 2000 okay. on it yeah so that explains you know, the shitty song the shitty music right because his dad <laughs> uh, destroyed his, his record player uh his tape player on the last movie so yeah yeah okay, so yeah but yeah I, I was like I, i'm i was never a really a big fan of 90s alternative music so when i heard that i'm like oh really uh, you weren't in the grunge or whatever it was. Uh, I mean, I liked I liked some of it. I liked the you know I liked a couple of it. I, I didn't go too far, and but th- this wasn't really grunge. This was like just shit. <laughs> and that's nothing. I couldn't really get emotional because of that damn song. I mean, I mean, if you play like Boys to Men or some shit like that, maybe I'd get emotional if Rocky it's got so upset. But yeah. to, to say, say goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> then I would have been you know weeping like a baby if this shit when this was like that. But Both no. are, at the crossroads, crossroads. <laughs> Right, bone thugs and harmonies and shit. Yeah. Damn, uh Frank, fuck the Xbox. I mean, okay. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, yeah, everyone saw oh Adam Warlock, which day now what we knew was coming. Um, and, and also like way past his point of being in there. Like yeah, because I thought been in already. Yeah. yeah, I thought when they when they announced it, when they said Adam in, in volume two, I'm like, oh well, yeah, they need him to fight Thanos. Right. And then he never showed. Up. He never showed up. Now, now he should be like, hey, here, here. Yeah. Take me right now. You let him. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> oh. Man. Did what? You like Space Hog? Is that what? It is? <laughs> <laughs> right. Are you a Space Hog? Are you a Dave Matthews fan? Are you a Counting Crows fan, Jake? <laughs> oh man i don't know who those bands are but i just feel like they suck i just know <laughs> oh, foo fighters where foo fighters rank oh I, I, no comment i know okay, I, I, I'm, I, yep. yeah i'm so not a fan and i know that it's like sensitive now because that one of them dudes died and shit recently oh well, and, well my i didn't mean to I trigger anybody care. my fault is, I, I, I need to keep care. up with my current events <laughs> <laughs> like i said i'm way too metal for that shit Okay, because I didn't know where they rank. You know, I didn't know if they were like, okay, you're middle, but you got like a cheat band, and I didn't know if they were like a cheat band or something. Yeah. You know. Well, all that shit was going on. I was like trading tapes with death metal bands and listening to fucking Wu Tang and all the all the hip hop. Nineties <laughs> hip hop was dope. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay. All right, so I think we said enough about uh Guardians. Okay, so what was the number two? Uh, most of you trade. Oh, by the way, Guardians did twenty million on YouTube on the YouTube channel. So, what did eighteen million? I guess Indiana Jones. No. <laughs> there was another trailer. Um, what yeah, it was another trailer. Yeah. Oh, I don't. Really? Honestly, I don't even know why we're talking about this, but I guess we'll talk about this. But we got to talk about it because everybody's talking about it. But we're not gonna talk about it. Transformers: Rise of the Beast. Oh yeah, I saw this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You saw that? I didn't see it. I saw it. Yeah, I, I watched. Yeah. It. I was like. Um, yeah. It's yes. a Transformers movie that doesn't look like it's directed by Michael Bay, so that that that's. But I don't know how I, I know I know everybody hates Michael Bay, and that's the cool thing to say that. But I don't know how I feel that it's not being directed by Michael Bay. Here's the thing: I'm gonna tell you why. Cocaine Bear. Jake, stop spoiling spoilers, the podcast, spoilers, man. Spoilers, man. <laughs> you spoil, you, we're trying to give, we're trying to give you a surprise. You're yeah, just spoiling we, the shit. Yeah, we're we're trying to build suspense, you know. Right. <laughs> Uh, it basically is, and I, and I didn't basically like it is just Beast Wars movies. But like I said, I didn't give a shit about Beast Wars. Beast, I, Eli, I know you were past that shit by the yeah, end. Yeah, I, I never got. I was Beast Wars. way past that yeah. shit by the end. You know, 
But, so uh, nobody but I saw Optimus make... Prime, and I'm like, hey, I, I like Prime. You know, so, but whatever. I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, what... I, I liked I I I enjoyed the Bumblebee movie for what it was. I I thought it was fun. Um, but, you know, that's just me. Whatever. I mean, okay, here's my thing. Here's my thing. To me, the Bumblebee movie, other than the first ten minutes, which I think were awesome, some of the best Transformers stuff we got live action, even though that wasn't live action, it was like CGI. The mo- rest of the movie I felt was aggressively mid. It was pretty much live action Alf. That was that was all it was. And after I got over that, I was like, yeah, it was like whatever. <laughs> so that's the thing about this. It's uh, is John Cena in this one? I don't think so. I think because I think he was in the '80s, and this is in I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. My thing is about this. Michael Bay knows how to make bad movies. But they're bad. At least when you're watching them, you just got a bunch of shit just throwing at your face. So you just stuff your face with popcorn. You know what the hell's going on. But you're like, ooh, look at the pretty lights. It's like that. Well, Bumblebee was just, it was safe. It just felt so safe. It felt like, they let's just bring it back. So I don't know how this. I just like the action because the Michael Bay movies, you can't tell what the fuck is going on. That is true. That you know, is, well, I, I, I put like know, this, I, the action in the in the in the Transformers Michael Bay movies did get better because that first one I didn't know what the fuck was going. On. I didn't know I, if they were fighting, having sex with each other. Made, you know. I haven't watched them all. <laughs> Towards the end, it did get better. So you know, okay, that's Optimus Prime ripping a robot's head off. Okay, I can clearly see that. You know, when the first movie. You know, you just don't. You're like, who did Megatron kill? I don't know. They all look the fucking same. I don't know. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so, at least it got two, better. From two that. toasters, fucking. I don't know. Right. That's all it was. You know. <laughs> uh, this the worst porno ever. You know? Yeah. Well, it's uh, like it's like I mean, at least in Bumblebee, like you could tell because I, I like kaiju. I like giant robots. I love that shit. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, and you could see the action watching giant robots fight that I could see, you know, it's like the, you know, like the new Godzilla movies, mm-hmm. except for the ones with Kong, you can't see shit. <laughs> Godzilla, right, the king of the monsters, like dark there's and like, shit and, yeah. they do a Pacific Rim, there's like rain and smoke and debris, you just, just crowding up the screen and like shaky cameras and shit, and you can't tell what's going on, You're right. you know. So I, I, or know, and then, all. like when Godzilla was fighting one of the monsters, and then the camera just completely just cut away to yeah. some other shit. Like, yeah, to, no, to the people, go back to the monster, yeah, to know. the people watching them fight. Yeah, I'm, I don't want to watch people watch the monsters. Right, fight. they're I watching watch them the on fight. TV. Like, we can watch them on TV. Why don't yeah, we watch this that's guy? what we're doing right now. I don't want to watch people watch monsters fight. <laughs> <You know? laughs> right. Um, uh, I like. So, oh, that's my baby. That's my baby right there. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, I've been but, digging yeah. on her since True Grit. No, <laughs> the fuck. Now we can't. Oh. We, we no the sponsors are gone. Sponsors are gone after that shit. Yeah. True Grit's a great movie, man. <laughs> Ten years from now, that shit's gonna be pulled up. Everybody's getting canceled to watch this. Jake's getting canceled. I'm getting canceled. She's a good. I could tell back then that she's gonna be a good actress. You you put stock in it. I I, I okay. I get. It. <laughs> Maybe that's not wrong too. I, I think don't she know. was nominated, wasn't she? I think she was. Yeah, I, I think, think she was, was nominated, nominated yeah. because yeah. she's a great actress. She I is. like I like Haley Seinfeld or whatever her name is too, Jake. <laughs> right. I'm just saying we didn't know her no, until Jake's she got a little bus. bit older. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. What were we talking about? Now, can I give a, a con- now? Like I said, if you want to hear about Transformers and somebody just nerd out on Transformers, go listen to this. Get some comics. 
because I'm pretty sure they're going to have a 45 minute, you know, discussion just on this trailer. Yeah, but you know? Gomer hates the movies too. So that is true. So I don't know how he feels about this, except like the but, cartoon, the, the 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 old '86 cartoon. What about B? Did he like Beast Wars or some shit? Because here's know. why I didn't like Beast Wars. Here's the thing: Beast Wars looked like this. This is why I didn't like Beast Wars. This is like the early 2000s cartoon shit where you look at it and it's just like laughable. I'm like, no, I can't watch this shit. So they try to make a cartoon out of it. I'm like, no, I can't do that. So yeah, I know it got big. Like I knew like kids that were my kid wasn't into it but i know there was kids that were super into that shit i mean because it was basically instead of a transformer that turns a robot to a car it's a robot turns to an animal i mean i mean yeah. that's still a license to make money a license to print money you know what's all said and done yeah uh p it's not even ps2 they're like ps1 i'm like it's <laughs> <laughs> a dreamcast i don't know what the fuck that shit was uh yeah watching uh, but can- laura Croft square ass and shit <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> but can i give the most controversial hot take on transformers of all time can i give that yeah okay here we go let's do it all right i was gonna save this for facebook i can't post facebook so i'm gonna just post this shit right here and just get you know just get side at but yes yeah, so the transformers movies went downhill because not because right because the first one was good the first one good but it went downhill but the reason they went downhill not because of Shia LaBeouf not because Michael know what the fuck he's doing those are good reasons but the reason they went downhill was because of Megan Fox now let me explain let me elaborate not because she's hot and she wore a skirt and all this shit like that because she, she was, was like okay no I'm, I'm not no 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 <laughs> Nope. Okay. I'm not. Saying... <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. I'm. You know, I dozed off before that, and I was a little tired. And my my uh, my my, you know, my filter. What my filter's coming on now. I'm. I'm, <laughs> I'm at the helm. I'm like Banner in the in Starship. Home. Oh, okay. Wait. 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 Put the brakes on. <laughs> Do not say that shit. <laughs> All right. Let me say it because, like I said, Megan Fox was the. She played the best character. In the first movie, she was the most interesting character in the movie. She was damn little lead. She did the most shit. Shia LaBeouf was just running behind her. We're going to talk about Mary Sue and women doing all this shit. That was her. And I heard she, she was, was the, I heard she was actually a Transformers fan. <laughs> probably so. Probably so. She actually came up with a plan for Optimus Prime to beat Megatron. I think she beat Megatron or some shit like that. Oh, she fixed Bumblebee. She got in the car and drove like if you watch the movie she was really the hero of that movie Shia LaBeouf was just an idiot in the passenger side in the back seat just riding along with whatever she was doing but she was the real hero of the movie and she had the most character art she was you know father of a criminal and she had to learn to embrace her own you know side because she was like a car head you know like a gearhead and stuff like that but she was pretending to be like the, the dumb bunny in school like that she went through a transformation in the movie she was the most interesting character in any of these Transformers movies. And when she went away, these movies went to shit. Prove that I'm wrong because the box office proves it. So that's all I'm going to say. She was the cherry on the shit pile. That's all I'm going to say. Like I said, the first movie <laughs> once took, was. Once you took that cherry away. Oh, well, see, now, really now, no now I'm not even. Yeah, now I'm not even in Jake's good grade. Now Jake hates both of us. He hates us both equickly. So I was up one. When we get canceled by Jake, yeah, then we're then we're (laughs) right. I was up by one, and then I was like right there. Like I I started here, and then went up, and now I'm here. Yeah. 
Oh, so that's all I had to say about that. All right. So what, what's the was that number two? Okay. What's the third? Is it okay, Indiana what's Jones? Your, Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones did eight million. Said, it'd be sad if Cocaine Bear was a <laughs> I don't want to see this old 80 dude. I want to see a bear do cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. man. Welcome to movies in the 2020s. So yeah, so, so we're gonna talk about Indiana Jones. Well, you're gonna talk about Indiana Jones. I didn't see the trailer. Oh well, Indiana Jones and the and the Destiny's Child or whatever it's called. Yeah, um, <laughs> Duel of Fates or some shit. I don't Something. know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, now I, I I'm gonna go on the record. I was a huge Indiana Jones fan as a kid. I'm from the 80s. That's that was my shit. I wanted mm-hmm. to be an archaeologist when I grew up. Whenever they when we I want to be archaeologist. I want to dig up dinosaurs and go do Indiana Jones shit. <laughs> you know, that was that I was what I was saying. That you know. So I loved Indiana Jones movies. Um and uh but I don't know. And then of course there was the last one, which you know, everyone eh, yeah, kind of like I, deleted like bloop. Yeah, I, I, I didn't mind it so much. It was whatever, but yeah, it was unnecessary. And then I heard, oh, they're making another one. And I'm like, why? And then I saw this trailer. I'm like, oh, why? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 um, yeah, I, I was like, first of all, Spielberg's not directing this. Um, oh, that's, see, I didn't, I didn't even know that. Once you told yeah, me that, yeah. I think yeah, it's I'm... the guy who did the, 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 the National Treasure movies. This oh, is the, hell that no. Guy. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Okay, having trouble with the new Indy. What, what's what's woke about it? I, I I didn't see the trailer, so I don't even know what's woke. I just know anything anybody comes out with nowadays, people just call it woke. What, Eli, did you see some woke? Shit? I did not know. I don't know. Um, is Indy yeah, trans now, or <laughs> or is he still robbing graves from indigenous sites or something? I don't know. <laughs> but that's not woke. That's just it would be woke if they said no, something to him like no, he's like saying the woke, doing this shit. You know? no, he's saying the woke crowd is is uh oh is, uh, okay I'm, I'm, once, once you hear what well, i'm thinking like people complaining saying that the movie was woke oh then they're saying that they don't like the new female with indy oh is that that chick well yeah that's that chick who played uh in solo those the, the droid in solo um, doesn't he have a female companion in every one of these movies yeah marion um like a fat yeah marion well marion was the tough one but yeah. then willie was like the screaming one just the screaming one that all the feminists hated and then yeah. then there was the nazi one and the third one and then marion returned i don't know um yeah i mean whatever i mean who gives a shit fuck fuck them. <laughs> yeah they're gonna be they're gonna here's the thing that that anti-woke crowd anytime they see disney anything because now indiana jones is part of disney so they're gonna shit on anything disney just for clicks because they well, know they it's are- yeah, well, uh, he's always fighting Nazis, so that might piss him off too. <laughs> right. <laughs> we need representation. Yeah. Uh, Omega.com already found. Uh oh. Uh oh. 69 Omega.com. Thank you oh. for. Oh, oh. They can, oh, damn. Yeah. They spam. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Never mind. Never mind. We, uh, we, we're, uh, what do you call it? <laughs> we must be getting, must be getting somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> we must have said a trigger word or something like that to trick the algorithm. I guess I don't know. But yeah, uh, that's up. Uh, they're still coming in. Um, I got I got rid of them, man. I put I told you I'm the guy in the chair, man. Wait, what what you do? What you do? <laughs> I blocked them. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That's right. Teach man. me. <laughs> Teach me your ways. <laughs> Tony, would you like me to fire the repulses? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Learn um, something new. Okay. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean I, I saw this trailer and it, it I I it looks fun. 
I don't know if I've, I mean, here's the thing. Can Harrison Ford, 80 year old Harrison Ford still whip ass? I don't know, but they still got like Liam Neeson. They still got nobody. I watch nobody, but that dude, they, that dude's like they're not 50. eighty. They're not like, 80. They may be like fifty, maybe pushing sixty. Oh, Clint Eastwood and fucking Gran Torino. He he was like ninety, <laughs> but he he did whip ass in that movie. Now. Yeah, he like, did whip <laughs> ass, and you know, was he? What was that movie? Where he was running the drugs, the the mule or whatever. The, the mule yeah. banging banging all these like chicks and shit. <laughs> you know, you think no, they won't. He he gonna keep kicking. Yeah, because no. they're gonna I, make I another one. I don't think that. I think they shouldn't. I mean, that that the purpose of Indiana Jones is to watch him right off into the sunset. Now here's the thing. You yeah. know, yeah. I don't think they need to kill him off. That's stupid. That would be dumb. Yeah, and the thing is, because we know they're not gonna recast. They're not gonna reboot Indiana Jones because they learned their lesson from the last time. Solo. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and again, I didn't mind that guy, but whatever. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, I, I didn't mind him either. You didn't mind him either. But that's the the lesson that Lucasfilms learned. They and according to them, they think that movie flopped because it was a new guy playing Solo. So they're like, that's why we're not recasting anything. We're not going to cast a new Lexi We're just going to deep fake everybody, you know. And they probably do that with this movie. Like Indy Indy Six well, would just be, you know. yeah. I mean, they deep fake, and that's the thing. You see, young Indiana Jones in this trailer where they do the deep, they do the de aging CGI. You see yeah. young Indiana Jones in this. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, and then you see all the callbacks. You see the rolling boulder. You see Sala, the, what's the guy's name? The the guy from the first movie. He's been in the one and three. Um, I don't know. I, I wasn't like thrilled about this trailer until I saw the, you know, the, when they were there, when I heard about, I, I like read the thing. It's about paperclip, project paperclip. You know, oh, is that what the movie about? Okay. Yeah. So if, if anybody doesn't know what Project Paperclip is, it's about when you know NASA hiring Nazi scientists, ex-Nazi scientists, to help them with the space race because they were trying to beat Russia to space to the moon. So they hired a bu- they hired a bunch of Nazi scientists, and this is like less than twenty years after World War Two. <laughs> there was also the plot of Winter Soldier. Yeah, and X X Files X Files did this shit too. Um, so that's the only thing that kind of interests me. Like, oh, okay, it's in the '60s. Indies fighting, and you. I think one of the scenes is they're in that the Apollo parade in New York. Like that one of the action Mm -hmm. scenes takes place in that big parade that they had. You know, so they are doing a new action scene instead of just regurgitating old shit and just yeah. This is going to be an Indiana Jones mixtape, so they're not doing that. Okay. Yeah. So he is actually in his whatever eighties. Because that's a problem with a lot of these like requels. You know, it's just like rehash shit. Let's just do what we did before, but just do it again. You know, like if if they do like a new action scene, then maybe I'll be on for it. I don't know. So yeah, but it just looks like it, it looks so. My my biggest beef is it looks so slick and pretty. You can tell right. the CGI. It's it's green screen. It's probably in the volume or whatever they got that they shoot the new Star Wars movies on. It's and and that's that's what's that's the problem with these new movies right there. They too rely on CGI, yeah. and you can tell the action looks fake. The actors aren't in any real danger or in the set piece, so they don't feel any danger either. When yeah. you go watch those old Indiana Jones movies, their own location, their own yeah. the set. You got it, stuntmen doing stuff like that. Real stuntmen. Yeah, real stuntmen yeah. doing real stunts. Yes, I don't want them to break their backs and shit, like almost dying like they did in the first movies. <laughs> like, well, yeah, stunt, that's true too. Yeah. Stuntmen <laughs> were like getting maimed and almost dying. 
on the on those movies and shit. I don't want that to happen, but there is a gritty realness to seeing that, you know. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll probably check it out. I'm gonna watch it, you know, just because I'm a fan. But um, I I think it's unnecessary, you know. <laughs> yeah, and and I keep in mind, I'm a fan of Indiana Jones too, though. Those are like those three probably up there. Like if I was to rank like my top trilogy, yes. Like I said, Be- yeah, it's it's before up there. they started making new ones. That was one of the best trilogies. I keep forgetting time. it's a fourth one. I'm just saying, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the first, those three. But like I said, you got the OG Star Wars trilogy. You got Indiana Jones. It's either Indiana Jones or Back to the Future. I'm gonna say Back to the. I'm gonna say Indiana Jones because that Back to the Future three. That was third kinda, one sucked. Yeah, that, that third one sucked. Yeah, I, I, I can admit that now. I can admit that now. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. No, but then so, I and, was like, yeah, I had the toys. I had my grandpa back in when I was living in New York. He had actually had a fedora that he gave mm-hmm. me, and I would walk around. I'd have the belt, and I'd be cracking what? my belt like I'm a whip, like it's a whip and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, the whole thing was the reason Indiana Jones was even made because Steve Steel, uh, Spielberg wanted to make a, a James Bond movie. Yeah, and they wouldn't let him because, like, no, you're an American. We don't let Americans make these yeah. movies. And know? George Lucas is like, "Fuck James Bond, I got something better." Right. <laughs> so they did it together. And then guess yeah. what? They turned around and made James Bond his father. Sean Connery was his father in the third yeah. movie. It was yeah. that was an extra fuck you to James Bond. <laughs> you know. And plus, if you watch the Temple of Doom, the first scene in it, he had oh. that white tuxedo with the rose. Out of Goldeneye. Yeah. Same scene. Um, yep. Yeah. Temple of Doom, man. I, that, that that movie kind of scared me, man. I'll admit, Raiders of the Lost Ark, when I first saw it in the theater, when I was like seven or eight or whatever, however old I was when it came out, I, that shit scared me. Some scenes where I like closed my eyes. Yes, there was a time when I wasn't as, you know, I, I wasn't as hard as I am. Yeah, I was closing. No, when they melted, when they melted at the end, I closed no. my eyes. <laughs> no. No, no, <laughs> like 30 years after Raiders. God bless you, Jake. God bless you. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, like, yeah, they scared me. You know, the melting faces scared me. The first time I saw it, I had to close my eyes. And it wasn't until I saw like a the, the cover of a Fangory or a fa- famous monsters magazine where they had like the picture of the guys melting on the yeah. cover. I'm like, whoa, that's Indiana Jones. Oh, shit. So then the next time I saw it, I was like, oh, I watched it and I didn't close my eyes and I was all proud. I didn't close my eyes during Raiders of the Lost Ark this time. (laughs) Now you think, because I know Eli, I always say I'm scary about everything and everything scary and shit like that. But honestly, Temple of Doom, when I saw that dude rip that dude's heart out, I thought that was the coolest shit ever. I I was like, (laughs) rewind it we didn't have rewind back then it was on hbo but i'm like i need to see this shit again (laughs) (laughs) no remember i said i bugs is my one of my things i can't handle oh yeah that might be the that That, might be the start of it that 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 might be the start okay that scene did fuck me up not gonna lie like i remember Mm -hmm. being in the theater and like i pulled my feet up off the floor (laughs) when the bug scene was happening and shit because yeah that but but yeah i mean every i mean back then temple of doom kind of got shit on i mean you know it was like the it was like the redheaded stepchild out of the trilogy of the OG yeah. trilogy, but I loved it when it first came out. I loved Temple of Doom. I, I still do. I, 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 I always like Raiders better yeah. than Temple. And when I watch, but at the, but now I watch it. It's like I like them both, but yeah. for different reasons. It's just it's just yeah. a different movie. That's all. And I well, well, you, well, short round. It goes back to short round. You there was you were just a kid, a kid tagging along with Indiana Jones, and I like how cool is that? You know, right. be a kid doing karate and shit and whipping ass with alongside Indy and like, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. McCabe at least agreed that the third one's the best one. 
I don't that dude, that's a whole podcast, man. Okay, we'll, we'll talk about that later. We'll <laughs> Third one is awesome. I gotta say, yeah. I was a little older when it came out. I was like in high school, and I'm like Indiana Jones. That's baby shit because I'm thinking, you know, I, I saw that shit when I was a little kid. But then the third one came out, and then I actually I realized, sure, I'll go see Indiana Jones. And I was like, whoa, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like 15, 16, or whatever by that time. I was all, you know. That's when I was all aggro and met, starting. I was yeah, all full fledged, you know, metal head back then, at that time. So I didn't expect to like it, but then it turned out to be great. And it is, yeah, it, it's that 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 is a debate. Okay, <laughs> Which we will come. Is... We will revisit that. We'll just put a pin in that. So yeah. All right. So the last trailer that we're going to talk about, because like I said, it was other shit that I don't give a shit about that came out, but this trailer came in at I think three point five million. And Eli, what was that movie? Is it Cocaine Bear? It was Cocaine Bear. Let's talk about it. Let's <laughs> the movie we've all been waiting for. So, yes. It is uh, now my most anticipated movie. I was just about to say that this is my most anticipated movie of 2023. <laughs> fuck Marvel. Fuck DC. I want to see this bear on cocaine. That's why I want to see this. But Now, for people who don't know what this is, like I said, this is a movie about a bear on cocaine. I know it sounds like some Sharknado shit. But and that's kind of the direction of where they're going with it. But the thing is, it's actually based on a true story, kind of. Because yes, back in the 80s, like in 85, there was some uh cocaine that fell out of a plane because some people were trying to smuggle cocaine because it was the 80s, everybody was on cocaine, and a bear did get their hands on some cocaine, ate it, and they did go on like a small rampage and died from you know from OD and on cocaine. But all they did was just like all the bear did was like fuck up some trees or fuck up some forest or like that. That's all it didn't you know go on a killing spree or shit like that like this movie this movie basically cranks everything up to 11 so i'm like i'm here for it i want to see it so if you're going to do like a sharknado snakes on a plane type movie i'm here for it give it to me you know and i will be in the theaters watching this you know oh uh, yeah see. it looks great it directed looks by elizabeth yeah is directed it? Me, yeah it's directed oh, by shit. elizabeth Vang. hopefully yeah. it is better than her last movie charlie's angels you know so, oh, she did make that. Yeah, I didn't see she that. She did make that, yeah. But this looks amazing, so I want to see it. Uh, also, this is Ray Liotta's last movie. This is oh, a no hell shit. of a Yeah, this is a hell of a movie to, to <laughs> end your movie career on, but yeah. Uh, also, I'm excited about another. I didn't get a picture of it, but the Ikea guy from TikTok yeah, is that, in this movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he's a real actor or if they just kind of like moved him up. They, I think they doing, he's a comedian. Yeah. Okay, and, and and I think he actually does stand up, and his TikTok vids just went viral. Um, okay, I, I was wondering about that because I wanted to like snatch it from TikTok or some something. Well, like yeah, that. I was sold once I saw him. I was like, hey, that dude. <laughs> <laughs> that, those video was hilarious, and they're like like true. You know? Yeah, yeah. I would never come in this store again. You promise? <laughs> you think <laughs> yeah. I want you coming back in this? <laughs> or when he does, he does. He's doing like rent now. About oh, he's like, doing oh, rent. I, gonna I, raise I, my I, rent. Well, I'm guess I'm moving. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch that, so yeah. So yeah, that guy's got, there. Got, it's not just IKEA. It's like yeah, it's there's like your landlords and other jobs and it's it's yeah. He's, he's got some other. <laughs> the shit. guy's hilarious. He he's got a bunch of stuff. So yeah, we recommended that guy finding out TikTok. I don't know oh, his name. What's his but... name? We better the the, the, the IKEA guy, the yeah. TikTok <laughs> IKEA guy. What's I guarantee dude? you, if you type in IKEA guy on TikTok, I bet you he pops up. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'm sitting there looking for the cast of Cocaine Bear. <laughs> Scott Cease, Sice? Scott Is that Cease, his name? comedian, no, no actor, writer. Oh, he's, he's best known as the angry retail guy on TikTok. There you go. <laughs> uh, 
That's what everybody knows him oh, from. He's been so, in yeah. a couple movies. So this isn't his first movie. He's been in a couple, I guess. Never heard of him. And I think Ice Cube's son is in this also. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so it's got some people you know. You know. I just hope, I, I mean, the, the trailer was hilarious. I was laughing my ass off. I just hope they didn't show It's not anything. woke? Okay. No, I just hope they didn't show everything because that tends to yeah. happen. You know, they just give away the whole movie. I want to be surprised going right. into this, you know. I'm kind of wondering how you can even make a movie out of like a feature league movie. Like, what else can you do? It's bare cocaine, but they'll find a way. They'll find a way to make a movie out of it. Like Snakes well, in the Plane, like they found a way to make a movie. Yeah, out it looks that, like so. it's gonna be gory and violent as hell, like cartoons. Which I'm I'm there for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. The, if they gave me Deadpool at the bear, that that that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, like I said, that's the trailer hall. Any other trailers that came out, honestly, don't give a shit about. So uh, those are movies I may watch. I mean, I even watch these movies I talked about. I just post them because it was like they were there, you know. Oh, Peter's gonna complain. Oh. Yeah, animal lovers. Oh my god, don't hurt the dog. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, but I doubt they actually do violence to the bear. The bear's just gonna just do violence. So yeah, there you go. Oh, as long as the bear doesn't kill any animals, you know, as long as he just eats people, I guess <laughs> Peter will be okay. You know? <laughs> uh, let me say we can move on next part of uh, part. Part of the podcast. Ugh, getting tongue tied. Okay. So we're gonna talk about the video game section. Uh this week coming up is going to be the game awards. We're gonna talk about the best video games of the year. Uh I think that me personally, I think they've narrowed it down to two choices. They're really only honestly, really only one choice, in my opinion. You know, uh my choice, the opinion should be God of War. God of War is by far away the best video game this year of 2020, 22 whatever you're in now some people are gonna say elden ring i hate those damn demon soul games so i'm gonna i'm gonna go with god of war just because i'm biased but it was an awesome game uh eli this weekend i was supposed to be watching wednesday and i was gonna do a uh review on wednesday didn't watch wednesday sit there and watch a twitch stream of god of war oh you're talking about the 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 adam family i didn't watch it yet either i'm hearing good things i didn't watch it. i got it to episode three pretty good oh no shit but yeah, when I watched this, I was like, nah, I'm gonna watch this. Because this God of War stream was 18 hours long. No, I didn't watch it 18 hours straight. I cut it off, paused it, bookmarked it, went to work, came back, did that, you know, watch that. But not only is God of War Ragnarok the best video game of 2022, it's one of my top five movies of 2022. Just cutscenes alone. Like, this shit was just <laughs> awesome. So, yeah, much better than Love and Thunder. This Thor was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, man because it was all like one scene like thor will actually like you fighting thor in the first boss fight he actually kill you shock you back to life with molnir and say and continue to fight like no you're not dying yet so yeah thor was awesome in that one so uh let me say we move on to the next part of the podcast uh sure okay like i said this is comic book bullies where we talk about comic books and we're just gonna jump into it uh eli once again you have more books than me oh uh, you better I, go I, first man because i don't have my shit ready yet <laughs> okay okay that's fine that's cool i uh, need you to i need you to filibuster <laughs> okay <laughs> now i'll start with the books first i think the first one i'm gonna go with this uh superman son of kaleo let's start with that one i first. didn't i almost got this but like i said the, the price it's, really you it's, you almost got this i almost got it well i thought it was son of kaleo or shit but i didn't i anyways i didn't get it because uh, they they uh, they tricked you okay because yeah because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's actually Return of Kalel, but we'll talk about that one. So, yeah, so that's what the book is about. Um, and honestly, this book is filler. So if you didn't read it, it's okay, because nothing in this book happens that you really need to know about going forward. Like I said, it basically is going to be a new status quo when the, the crisis come happen. We got another crisis coming. So 
shit, I need to feel yeah. those muscles. And that's some reason, one of the reasons why I didn't. Well, I was, oh, it's going into all that dark crisis shit that I didn't read, and yeah, like. Okay. But that's like, but this book didn't. This this book actually happens before Dark Crisis. Okay. Yeah, which is why it didn't matter. I'm like, why well, don't you know about what happened before Dark Crisis? But they actually got a timeline of it. So, like I said, Superman. Uh, went to war world for like two years and he was gone and everybody know didn't know where he was so basically they they set the timeline where all this stuff happened before dark crisis so that's kind of how this feel like 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 so is superman like going to world world is he dead no he went to world world first came back died boom that's what happened so let's start with this book and i'm not going to do this because this, this is basically like an anthology book so i'm just going to start with the first story and just tell you what happened in the rest of the stories and kind of go from there so the first story like i said superman's back on earth uh and the first thing he do, does when he goes back to earth he goes to gotham city to meet his best you know his bff batman and when Bat- batman is handling some kind of uh riot he's handling riot in the street because he hears Stra- uh stravinsky's uh right of spring which i just heard the song right before the podcast started it's supposed to be a song that when it was first played in 1913 the song sucked so bad that a riot broke out so apparently in Gotham City, somebody's playing the song and another riot broke out. So what he does, Batman sprays everybody with uh, Sandman gas, not the Netflix Sandman, Wesley Dodd Sandman. There's, there's a difference. Not much, but it's a difference. So, and then Superman's just like, uh, you really let this place go while I was gone. And Batman's like, well, it's about time you made it back, you know. And they do their whole thing, you know, but you, this is my city and all stuff like that. But at the end of the day, they bro hug it out. I'm like, there you go, Batman. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. So anyway, Batman and Superman just asked while I'm in Gotham. You know, I was gonna, you know, catch up with the time to do what happened. But while I'm here, you need my help. You're like, yeah, well, you can help me out. Help me solve this new case. So basically, riots are breaking out over the uh, city because of this song that happened in 1913 broke out, and that's happening now. So at first, I thought it was like some kind of time attack, but then I realized there's no logic behind it. But the non-logic has like a little bit of control chaos behind it so you know that means it's only gonna be one person mr nobody and mr nobody is a doom patrol villain uh so that's why and they don't so he's one of those weird guys and they're just like well we fought uh mr nobody before we can fight him again so let's just find out where he is just go go beat him so they go find mr and superman uses uh x-ray vision finds exactly where no mr nobody is and it's just go to mr nobody you know so they find him and he's causing the riot, playing that dumbass song again. Everybody's fighting each other and shit. Superman snatches his wand, breaks it, and he's like, okay, song's over. He's like, man, you can't do that. You're messing up. You're messing up my uh, my concert. And he huffs and puffs and all stuff like that. And basically he says, no, you can't control me. I control you guys. So Mr. Nobody does some magic bullshit and traps them in the comic. So they're trapped in the comic panel and they can't break out. So just stuck. And he's like, I've, I've beaten Batman and Superman. And Batman's just like, we, we got to find a way to get out of this. And, you know, he's basically like, okay, so basically, Mr. Nobody is making us think we're trapped because we're using our rational minds to think we're trapped. But what if we don't think we're trapped? What if we think this comic panel is really just a bunch of magnolias? And Superman's just like, what? <laughs> He's like, let's think about it. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. so it's like fighting Mr. Missio Plicknick. So they both think that instead of being trapped in a comic panel, they're trapped in a magnolia bush and they just fight their way out. And Mr. Nobody's like, how'd you break out? He's like, we broke out because we just imagine we weren't in the, in trap. So he makes them 2D characters. 
basically like i control you and so batman superman breaks out of it because they just believe they're not 2d characters so and then they just break mr nobody and that's it and they they beat him and they're like okay and then they argue over who's going to take the wand with them like are you going to take it to the Fortress of Solitude? Are you going to take it to the Batcave? Who got the last trophy? Come on, Bruce. You know how this works. I get the trophy. You get the trophy. And then Batman's just like, let's cook some breakfast. So they go back to his brown zone, and Batman fix some breakfast. And Clark like, damn, where'd you learn how to cook eggs like this? He was like, oh, when I was training, ninjas taught me how to uh, make eggs and shit. He like, man, you lying. I know you didn't travel around the world to cook because I know you that you learn martial arts. You learn escapology. You learn all stuff like that cooking has nothing to do with being batman you're like no 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 i had to learn it because i had to solve a case one time and superman just looks at him and batman's like okay you got me yeah i just made that shit up he's like yeah i knew you made this shit up you know and then batman's just like uh clark while you're here can you help me work learn how to work the dishwasher the end so batman didn't know how to work a dishwasher so yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> and the rest of the bullshit is just he meets Jimmy Olsen. Jimmy Olsen does some stuff. He hangs out with the family. Uh, meanwhile, the son of Kaleo is in the book, and he tries to fight Lex Luthor, but Lex Luthor keeps outsmarting him. Uh, meanwhile, Cl- Lois and Clark, they haven't seen each other in years. They go to Italy and bang, basically. And the last segment is him going to the Hall of Justice. Me Justice League and giving Naomi advice, and that's it. So yeah, that's it's the book. an annual, right? It's an annual. It, it, it's based on an annual. Like I said, filler does not mean anything. I thought it was gonna like mean something for coming up, but it doesn't. This is just complete throwaway filler. But it was a a whatever story. So yeah, it should have been five dollars. I know that. But, yeah, that's see, that's another reason why I didn't get it. Yeah. So overall, this book was a ripoff. Three out of five. The Jimmy Olsen story straight up sucked. <laughs> the Sun Kalel story was throwaway. The Just League story was mm, whatever. Even the Batman story was like weird. It was like weird for the sake of weird. So three to five. I wouldn't recommend it just because it was so expensive. It was, if you could read it on DC Universe Unlimited, cool. But if you got to pay five dollars, uh uh-uh. uh. So yeah. I feel about it enough. That's all right. Cool. <laughs> well, I'll do. Um, should I do? Oop, wrong image. Well, fuck it. I'll just do this one first. All right, I'll do uh, Godzilla Rivals uh, Gigan. Gigan, sorry. Gigan. Okay. Is that the correct pronunciation or are you just doing that? It was Gigan for like most of my life until like later on in adult, I heard them say um, say the correct way. And I'm like, oh, so it's, you know, know, (laughs) it's like Thanos, Thanos or Ghidra. (laughs) Like it was King Ghidra all my life until like I heard the Japanese say it's Ghidorah now. Or MF Doom, King Ghidorah, take me to your leader. Yeah, but don't the Japanese <laughs> also say like Gojira or something? Gojira, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, which is funny. I, I now this is IDW. They've been they've been doing Godzilla books. I've read a handful here and there sporadically. Um, actually, the first time one of my first reviews that I ever wrote for Outright Geekery was a Godzilla book. Um, way back when we used to write for Outright Geekery. <laughs> remember those days remember those days the old days <laughs> um but um uh th- this rival series it's basically a series of one shots of just godzilla fighting one of his rogues galleries you know you want to talk about rogues galleries who's got the best rogues galleries the batman is a spider-man godzilla needs to be in that conversation <laughs> okay <laughs> um 
and it is it's just a series it, like they're all one shots they come out like i don't know maybe quarterly because the last one and the last one was like a few months ago um but this is the new one uh you know with with guy game in it and it's funny because i finally after all these years uh, let me blow you up and blow you up okay here we go found a guy game figure yes after all these years, all my life, I've been wanting one of these things. And in, in, in like the span of one week, I found two of them. Well, damn. Okay. <laughs> now they can fight. <laughs> yeah. Um, to go with my Godzilla figure collection. So, yeah, this is the OG one, you know, from the OG movie. This one's from Final Wars, the updated version, Final Wars. Um, if there's a if there's one movie, you Godzilla, you need to watch. And you don't want to watch like the 30 plus one of them. Watch Final Wars. It's fucking crazy. It's basically Power Rangers with Godzilla. It's giant monsters fighting. And then when they're not fighting, you're watching super-powered humans do crazy kung fu scenes. It's fucking great. <laughs> is Ultraman in one of those? What's like, up? Ultraman, is he in one of those? No. Ultraman was like a separate universe. Separate. Oh, thing. I thought it was Ultraman fight no, one of these guys. No. Um, same thing with Gamera. Gamera is a separate... Um, Kid, my kids don't play with toys. They play with digital kids. toys. <laughs> kids don't play with toys these days. It's all block, right. digital blocks and phones and shit. <laughs> right. You know, it's like you say when people saying like I wish they played with this shit instead of a fucking five hundred dollar iPhone and shit. You know, like they're trying to shame people now when they go into stores and buy PS fives for themselves. Like, how are you gonna pay PS five when you know there's some kid that needs one for Christmas? Like, fuck them kids, man. <laughs> play God of Ragnarok. Shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, so like, hey, and and it's just so it's it just be it's just it's just must be Geigen season. So I decided to read, um, to review the new, the new Godzilla rival issue, which is where he fights Geigen. Um, now, for those who don't know, Geigen is a uh, you know one of his enemies. He's my favorite Godzilla villain, um, uh, and he's pretty popular in Godzilla fandom. I think it's because he's only been he's only been in a, like three movies, but he is one of the few monsters that made Godzilla bleed. Oh damn! So that's yeah. like his Batman. Okay, all right. Yeah, he. I mean, when and when I when I was a little kid and saw this motherfucker make got like chop the shit out of his face and make Godzilla bleed, I like gasped, like oh, oh holy shit, Godzilla's bleeding. You know, so um, he's always been a fan favorite. Um, and so Gigan's basically this insect, reptilian insect cyborg, you know, that is controlled by the Nebulons. They're an insect race, alien insect race that basically try to take, like a lot of those movies, they're, they're trying to take over Earth with a monster. Godzilla fights them and, you know, kicks their ass. And, this is my this is my planet, motherfucker. Get the fuck off. You know, mm -hmm. so in this issue, it's it's sem similar. Where, where it's a little updated. It takes place in Seattle. Um, the Nebulons have taken over a gaming company. You know, they've infiltrated a gaming company. Um, and they've basically uploaded the, through the internet, through gaming channels, you know, gaming, watching gamers stream. They took like fighting games, like, you know, fighting games and uploaded all the moves into Geigen's like memory, like the Matrix. They downloaded everybody's special moves into Geigen. So now Geigen can fight like he's in Mortal Kombat. So as you can see, 
there's like they're very agile like he's flying in the air he's doing like kung fu kicks and shit and you know just beating the living shit out of godzilla um i know so kung this, fu. <laughs> yeah so this brother and sister they end up hacking into the gaming system into the you know into the the, the gaming company's network they hack into them and take gigan offline just just enough just enough time for godzilla to whoop his ass and kick kick his ass off the planet um, and that's it. That's just a one-shot, you know, simple story. Pretty cool, pretty fun if you're a Godzilla fan, as I am. Um, there's little shout, little uh, references to 9-11. Um, the kid's dad, I believe, that was one of a fireman who a fireman who lost his life in 9-11. And oh, first responder. So, okay. so, of course, you know, and, and like I said, kaiju are always metaphors for destruction, mass destruction, whether it be through nuclear bombs or, you know, atomic bombs like godzilla or you know terrorist attack or terrorist attacks or like the environment natural disasters shin godzilla which came out of in like 2016 2017 was basically a big metaphor for fukushima the nuclear meltdown in fukushima um yeah godzilla has always been a like a, a warning against science gone wrong and and mankind's misuse of science and destroying the planet um, so yeah, this 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 comet makes references to that as well, you know. And that's what the Nebulons are doing. They're trying to take they're trying to take over the planet because humans are destroying it. Like well, you guys are fucking up this planet. We're going to take it over and make it a utopia. Here's a giant monster to destroy you all. And so, what would you call them? The Nebulons? That what you call them? Nebulons, neb Nebulians, maybe. Nebulians. Okay, so they're the Nebulians are COVID. Yeah. Well, the Nebulians okay. are showed up in the old. They're an alien race that showed up like in an old '60s movies. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, there and there's the, the Exilians. They, they they were in the they were like in uh, they they control Ghidra, Ghidorah. They were in that. They were the ones that were they were fighting in that Godzilla and the Power Rangers book that I reviewed. Okay. Uh, back earlier this year. Um. So yeah. Uh. No, this was fun. This is a lot of fun. These books have been fun. They come out every few months. Um uh to uh you know they don't come out very regularly but yeah godzilla it's the godzilla rivals series they're just one shots you know there's been one with mothra there's been one with king ghidra there's been one um uh there's an, a rodan book i think is the next one so it's just a, they're just going through all his his rogues galleries and him getting into a fight which is basically the best godzilla movies anyway you just watch them fight a monster you know? <laughs> right so, so, so yeah, but, four out of five. I, I enjoyed it. I see they make these into movies. I mean, did yeah. I thought they did? The, did well, yes, yeah. Keep America from making these movies. No, <laughs> <laughs> stop America from making Godzilla movies. <laughs> right, or just watch the old classics. It, oh yeah, oh, yeah. That's what I. That's what I did on uh, Thanksgiving. That that used to happen on Thanksgiving when I was a kid. They'd have a Godzilla marathon over Thanksgiving weekend. And me and my friends and cousins, we'd watch them and shit. And just like they just celebrated Godzilla Day, like November third or whatever. It was like the anniversary of the original Godzilla movie. That weekend on um, I think it was the Shout Factory channel on the Roku network. John Carpenter, remember I I, I we we covered that. John Carpenter hosted a bunch of Godzilla movies that weekend. And I and I I actually watched them. <laughs> so that was a thing he announced because he didn't announce anything. So yeah, I remember he he did that thing on Twitter and we like we don't know what it is. 
Remember that, that's what it was. Yeah, it was like he was a, he was basically hosting a Godzilla marathon. Gotcha. Okay. And, Got uh, and I actually watched him with watched him host. Well, host. I did watch him because <laughs> I keeps it real like that. <laughs> All right. So next one I'm going to do is Avengers Assemble Alpha. Yes, we're back on Avengers. The reason I'm back on Avengers is because this is supposed to be supposedly jason aaron's last story arc before he completely get off this book and somebody else jumps on so who knows maybe come back but that's what they're saying right now uh where is it damn it i didn't get it anyway um hold on let me find it i'm gonna filibuster some more we got that so i haven't been keeping up with the avengers at all all i know is that what's going on with the avengers right now is that they got some kind of like multiversal thing that has been you know that has been hounding them and they've been going all around the multiverse uh, uh recruiting avengers meanwhile mephisto has been going around recruiting not only avengers but like other like multiversal masses of evil people also like king killmonger and an evil wolverine and all this stuff like that so that's what he's been doing right now so so it's uh, like a dark crisis going on Basically, yeah, it, this fit feels very DC-ish, to be honest with you. I'm not even. What gonna is lie. it like? What Jason Aaron's trying to do? He wants to basically write DC, but he's not. He can't because he's at Marvel, right? Because <laughs> so he just <laughs> he's just writing DC at Marvel. That's what I'm like. This doesn't feel like a, a Avengers book. This feels like a Justice League book. Yeah, and that's like what James Tinian was doing over at DC. I want to write X Men, but I'm stuck writing Batman. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just introduce new characters every single time. I'm gonna make up a bunch. I can't write Sentinels, so here's a bunch Clown of robots and all the stuff like yeah, that. So, here's yeah, here's a bunch of robots that aren't Sentinels, but it's called Future State, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> halt mutants or <laughs> Bat Family, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So let's get to it. We're just gonna. I'm gonna just throw you in the middle of it. You're gonna just figure whatever you don't know. Just figure it out. You know. Um. Uh, so the beginning of it. Let's start with the most confusing thing of it. The Guad. God Quarry, that's what, that's what they call this. Now, mm. supposedly in the Marvel multiverse, the entire multiverse comes from the bones of these dead gods. That's how the multiverse is, is made. And it's just there. It's just a big graveyard. And at the center of it, I don't know if you see it, right there in the center of it is Avengers Tower or some shit. You know, the Infinity Tower, is that what they call it? Avengers Tower at the Infinity's End. I I get all this. See, you see what I mean by this Justice League shit? <laughs> this is what they do, you know. But anyway, it's one guy in charge of Avengers Tower at Infinity's End, and it's meanwhile Avengers. at the Hall of the Baxter Building. <laughs> right. <laughs> meanwhile, if you get all this shit. So so one guy. So this is Avengers Prime. We don't know who Avengers Prime is. We don't know who he really is. I'm gonna just take a stab in the dark, and I'm pretty sure I'm 100 right, 110 right. It's Coulson. I'm going to just say that right now. So, yeah. Uh, so, basically, Cole, Coulson had, I'm, I'm sorry, Avenger Prime has all the powers of the Avengers and shit like this. And he goes to Earth 616 in the in the past, many years in the past. Walks around, see caveman and shit like that. And he gets stopped by Mephisto. Mephisto says, hey, there what he is. you doing here? Yeah. Everybody's looking for him. He's been here the entire time. <laughs> in, the in the comics. In the comics. <laughs> Who the fuck reads comics, you know? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so he just said, what you do here, they, you know, say pleasantries. He just like, don't try to fight me, Mephisto. You know, you can't beat me. We've done this dance before. But don't worry. I know you've been killing Avengers all over the multiverse, but these Avengers, you're going to have a handful with, you know? 
And that's when he whispers, Avengers Assemble, you know. And that's when the Avengers of our time show up in the past. I'm going to do a quick roll call. Okay, so we got no longer Star Baby. Star Baby is an old old person now. So Star Old Lady. Echo, nope, sorry, Valkyrie. I get him confused. That's Valkyrie, Jane Foster, Iron Man, you know Tony Stark, Captain America, Thor, Namor, Echo, Captain Marvel, and the black dude is not Black Panther. That is Nighthawk, Black Panther's replacement. Because there is a quota that you only have one, no more than one. Let's keep going. So, yeah. I thought it was uh, two. Did I miss a black dude? No. no. What one at a time? You know. Oh, maybe the native counts as a. a oh, people go. Okay, so you got. Okay, so you got. What, <laughs> uh-uh, you got Namor. You got Namor. Oh, native now. <laughs> yeah, you claim him now. No more. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Uh, anyway, the Avengers of the present meet the Avengers of the past. You know, they're doing their Goku pose. Let me see. Okay, so we got Starbrand, Iron Fist, the chick with the green stuff on his Iron Fist, Odin, you know, Odin, Agamotto floating around the back, Ghost Rider riding a Willy Mama, and Moon Knight, the caveman down at the bottom because their Black Panther got killed. So, yeah, that's Mosey who we were talking about. So, basically, what? they see each other, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're I, I, if I if I want to know, I should have read it, and I didn't. And I don't. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so basically, so you know what happens if you see one superhero team meeting a su- another superhero team for the first time. Take three guesses what happens. Fight. Yeah, yeah. So let's just skip to when they stop fighting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they're fighting, 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 fight. They fight, they fight, and fight, and fight. Yeah, and then Captain America, after all this fight, he just like, why do we always do this shit? Why are we always fighting every time we meet a new team? Let's stop doing this shit. So he smacks Ghost Rider in the face with his shield. And he says, Ghost Rider, hey, you with the Ghost Fighter Rider powers, pin and stare me. Look me in the eyes and pin and stare me. And that way you know that we're not doing anything wrong. Because if you kill me, then we're bad. But if I'm still alive, that means we're good. He was like, oh, don't worry about that, Captain America, or whatever your name is. I've already pin and stared somebody on your treacherous team. And that's when you see Namor getting uh, pin and stared by his Willie yeah. Mammoth thing. Yeah, he just gets just fucked up, you know. Uh, meanwhile, you got Iron Man and Iron Fist going at it because, of course. And that's when Agamotto steps in the way. He like, everybody, stop fighting. Stand down. And that's when uh, Ghost Rider just throws Captain America. He's like, see there? Uh, you better be glad Agamotto told us to stand down. And that's when Namor is, like, holding his Willie Mammoth in the air and, like, throws it down on him. You know, she like that. And that's what Captain America like, damn it, uh, Namor, stop doing this shit. He was like, nah, and Moon Knight, you're next. <laughs> you know, that's, that's what Namor screaming at him, you know. Uh, and that's when, oh, Jane Foster and Odin are like force pulling Monier to each other, you know, but they're having like a, a struggle, you know. And uh, and that's when Thor, because they're pulling Monier, since he's holding another Monier, he's headed towards them, and Monier smashed the other Monier. Cause the big explosion you can see from Earth knocks everybody out except Agamotto. Agamotto's like, why do we always do this shit? Who farted? Right. <laughs> and he just looks up in the sky. He's like, you must be loving this right now. He was like, if you think I have any emotions, you cheap sorcerer, then you don't know doom. So this is not our doom. This is multiverse doom. This is the doom above all. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> so he's that doomed. So while Agamotto is throwing everything at him, he just casually swatting that shit away with one hand. And he just like, uh, like, oh, you're a source of supreme, right? Do you know how many source supremes I have killed 
over the universe over over the years you're like well me neither <laughs> now normally when i fight dr strange i cut his hands off when i fight clear i cut a heart out but since it's agamotto guess what i'm gonna do with you and he stabs him in the eye and takes out the eyes of agamotto <laughs> you're like and i'm gonna eat this shit tonight and i'm gonna dine on your eyes and shit so that's when star brand shows up their star brand who just beat the shit out of captain marvel and he like goes at him and they get star brand's backstory of course he's a caveman that uh had a gay lover i guess in the past yeah that's Disney. how they rolled back then man. They yeah I, I guess <laughs> i mean they maybe you know. anything that moved yeah the head, back to that the is head. true that is true you know hey if, if you anything that's not running away you, you get it so yeah <laughs> uh yeah but anyway doom is like don't touch me you cannot touch doom break star star brand's hands oh uh, yeah and just actually turn star brand into a ball so and throw star brand back to the avengers when they finally wake up they see star brand has been crushed into a little ball and doom is just like stronger beings than star brand have tried to take me out before and they got what he just got so if you Avengers think you can stop me you got a thing coming. So Doom then calls for his masters of the multiverse or some shit. Dark Phoenix and Baby Thanos and Ghost Goblin and King Killmonger. All his guys like that to be continued. So, yeah. Oh, and Mephisto. What does Mephisto do? I don't think he does anything. Oh, yeah. He tries to go to that tower or whatever. I don't care. So, yeah, what's <laughs> going on. Yeah. Um, Jason Aaron doing more Jason Aaron shit. He. He's basically, you know, this is the part where you start putting toys back in the toy box. But he's got to go all out with every Avenger he's ever had before and shit like that. You know, so I guess, yeah. All right. Oh yeah, the other black Blade. You, you forgot to, but Blade's in a uh, Chernobyl doing shit. Oh, Fuck this okay. Multiverse shit. So yeah. Well, yeah, he's got his own like vampire nation or whatever. Fuck. Yeah, I, read that. I guess. Yeah, but don't you think this is more important than saving some vampires? Like <laughs> then, the yeah, multiverse? Than, than watching over vampires? Right. I, not not I, killing vampires like what he's supposed to do? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, shit. So, all right. So, what you right. got next? I guess, well, since we're on Marvel, I'll I'll do this Hulk, Planet Hulk, World Breaker. Yeah, because I'm confused about this. Um, This is like a sequel, another sequel um, to Planet Hulk. I guess there's been more. I, there's been other ones that I've never read. I decided to check this out. Um, Greg Pak is writing it. The original um, Planet Hulk writer. Um, so basically, this takes place a thousand years after the events of the original Planet Hulk story. Um, uh, some new, some new like priest. It's not the what was it the Red King or whatever. That was in the original mm-hmm. one. It's no longer. He's gone. There's like another priest, priestess. She's like banned all Hulk beings. What are they called? The Hulk, the the Hargs or something. They got a name for them. This race of Hulk people on this on Scar. They're on Sakar. Not um, the Warbound, right? Not the Warbound. No, this is uh no. They're all Hulk beings. They're all green. They're like, uh, I think they're called Hargs. Uh, a, a race of Hulks. They're banned. Mm-hmm. She banned him because she blames the planet's destruction on Hulk. You know, because remember the ship blew up and all that shit right. about the city and all that shit. And then Hulk went back to went back to Earth to fuck him in World War Hulk and all that shit. So she blames the Hulk, Banner Hulk, for destroying Sakar. 
Um, so she like basically outlawed all Hulk beams. So in on this desolate planet, there's a couple like a brother and sister Hulk Hulk beams. Um, they get captured by the the priestess, you know, stormtroopers come and you know, there's a fight. They got Hulk strength, you know, they're like getting shot and they're not getting they're not dying, getting shot, but you know, they end up getting they they end up getting sub subdued. And the, the brother ends up getting kidnapped. So she goes to find her grandpa, her grandpa Hulk. It turns out it's Grandpa Amadeus Cho. He's a thousand oh, years old. Okay. He's a thousand years old on this planet. It's like, yo, my little brother's been kidnapped. Can you help us find him? Okay. Well, you know, and, and they, they kind of go into like, why are we banned? Blah, 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 blah. And he basically says, well, no matter how long hulks aren't meant to be heroes you know hulks are basically monsters yes we can do some good but the longer we stay alive we're gonna you know just you know end up doing more damage than good like and, and like and look at me i'm banned now i be i did a bunch of cruddy shit and i was a smart hulk so just think of what banner banner couldn't even control his ass you know so that you know they kind of go into the reason why hulks are banned on the planet um, so they end up going looking for the, the, the brother. Um, this priestess has a bunch of sentinels, robots that can like drain ga gamma inhibitors or something that can drain their power. Um, so they fight these robots, they're getting their asses kicked, and it reveals at the end that there's a prison. The, 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 the priestess has like a prison of Hulk children, all in cages. Oh, damn. Okay. And, um, and the the, the 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 sisters like we gotta go find the world breaker. We gotta go find Banner Hulk. And in this and this is the last panel. This is Banner Hulk somewhere on the planet, all lonely and naked. So he came form. back to Cigar after. Yeah, this is a thousand years in the future. Banner still on. Banner still alive on planet on Cigar, sitting there nude by by a river of lava. And that's just to be continued. Um, not, I don't know. I, I'm a little indifferent. I thought it was okay. It was an interesting setup, but not a lot happened, you know. Um, but I might check out the next issue just to see how where it goes, you know. Um, I, yeah, not much happened in this first issue. It was just a big intro, a bunch of exposition. Um, but these books are always just big blockbuster action, you know. So I might check out the second book just to see where it goes. And then also there was like another short story with with um, with Scar back on Earth and She-Hulk's in it and they fight an alien. These Still a thousand years in the future or whatever? No, it's back in present time. Oh, back it's time. young okay. Scar, She-Hulk's there. Basically, don't be violent, telling them not to be violent, you know. <laughs> that I'm sure the anti-woke crowd would love. <laughs> right. <laughs> So I'll give it a three out of five. Cool, cool. All right. Last book I'm going to do is uh, Exterminators. I decided, okay. I, I know I skipped part two, so we're on part three now, catching up. Still a wacky book, just as wacky as it was the first time. And I was like, yeah, let's see what's going on. Let's see if we catch up, see what's going on with these people. Um, now, for those who know what this book is, it is an X-Men book, technically an X-Men book, with your favorite X-Men or your most the most useless X-Men dazzler jubilee boom boom with one cool one wolverine you know lar and then basically oh, fighting that, vampire. That wolverine. 
<laughs> that Wolverine. Yeah, Laura Wolverine. It's it's all girl. It's a it's a girl band, you know, which I'm sure the anti woke crowd hate this too because Josie and the Pussycats. Oh, oh, women. What? <laughs> no. So yeah, let's get to it. All right, they're fighting vampires. I thought there was a man in the White House. What the fuck? <laughs> Right. So the book starts off, like I said, they're killing vampires stuff like that. Boom, you got Boom Boom Jubilee, and you got um Laura and Dazzler also fighting vampires stuff like that, and they smell some other vampires stuff like that. Yeah, check out check out Dazzler, damn. Check out the artwork. Yes, I'm reading this for the arts. So yes, for <laughs> for the was plots. this written by women? Was this written by? Women? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, it was. It was written by women. So I wasn't drawn I could... by women. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, so I'm not supposed to look. Then. You're not supposed to look, but it's but it's I'm, written by I'm, women. So I'm all the dialogue. If I look, <laughs> okay, because it's written by women. Because this next panel, I just want you to know, this next thing I'm about to say was written by a woman. So, because I think only a woman, woman can write this next thing I'm about to say. So anyway, Jubilee is just blasting everywhere with her fireworks powers, killing vampires like that, and she accidentally tags Boom Boom with a power, and Boom is like, "Hey, you shot me in the titty," you know. She was like, "Well." Them big ass things in the way. What you expect? You know, like, oh, well, sound like you jealous. And Jubilee's just like, oh, really? And punches in the titty. You know, just for that. She's like, I told you they was too big and in the way. You know, and that's she's just like, well, they they must be big like Dazzle's ass. You know, and that's when they cut back to the Quiet Council, and the Quiet Council has them all, you know, handcuffed and quiz them on stuff like that, and and they just talking about Dazzle's ass the whole time, shit like that. And Professor's like, well, like, will y'all please? talk get back to the subject of what y'all were doing there to begin with you know and they basically rescuing aliens and they were in outer space and gonna say why they were in outer space let's just get to it back to the main story that's dazzler's ex-boyfriend he's on the phone with somebody but we don't know who he's on the phone with until we get to the end of the book so we're gonna keep going from that while he's on the phone one of his captors and people they've been holding hostage basically uh zaps away like the evil doppelgangers they were things so basically all they got to do is fight regular ass vampires now so while they're fighting it's like okay we just fight regular people so they fight some more stuff like that and they fight some more vampires kills more vampires and dancy realizes that there's a whole crowd outside that's watching everything they do so <laughs> yeah so dancy realized oh my power is the what the more sound there is the more I can convert sound to light. My powers get more powerful with light, the more sound there is. So since it's a sold out crowd outside, all I got to do is get this crowd worked up. So, you know, and boom, boom, shoves a, a bomb in one of the vampires throat, you know, and makes it explode and shit, I guess. So like that. So, yeah. So Dazzla looks at the crowd and she's just like, crowd, y'all enjoying this? Are you entertained? She's like, I can't hear you. And the crowd just going crazy and shit like that. She like that. Cougs and then Daz is just like, okay, so to get you really hyped up for my next trick, I need an assistant. And she grabs Boom Boom and she's just like, okay, so I need your crowd to uh give me the most noise as possible because what I'm gonna do is uh have Boom Boom strip tease for everybody. Only if you make the most noise you can possibly make. And Boom's like, wait, what? She's like, yeah, strip for him while looking at her titties. You know, she like, do what we normally do. She's like, okay. <laughs> So they need me to count down for it. So she's getting ready to count down. She's like three while she's stripping down. And Jubilee looking at Wolverine like, we normally don't act like this. She's like, no, y'all cool. It's cool. I like to see where this, where this goes. And she's like two. 
and in three, but they don't show it because she <laughs> makes it, you know, <laughs> her titties explode because it's just exploding powers and shit like that. So meanwhile, the crowd sees her titties all this like that, but it's just, you know, explosions all over the place and the crowd just goes nuts. Crowd goes, wow, woo, boo-boo's tits, you know. Meanwhile, since the crowd is the loudest it has been the whole time, I mean that means Dazzler is like over nine thousand oh, right now. She didn't like shit. kill everybody with her tits. No, she didn't kill anybody. She just exploded oh, the room. Well, she then like that the, yeah. sucks. She should have yeah, like yeah, yeah, the crowd away. <laughs> yeah, no, she didn't blow the crowd away with her tits. And she didn't kill people with her tits. Oh, because <laughs> that would have been so deep and, and, and metaphorical about the you know, patriarchy. The, yes, and the male gaze. <laughs> 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 oh man so basically since Daz is so powered up from the crowd you know standing boom boom's tits she can now explode the arena they're in right now and they basically take off running and shit like that so now they're exploding and they run away from the crowd meanwhile killing as many vampires as they can while they're, while they're doing that uh, and the only way they get away is that they explode like the ground underneath them And but Dazzler sees her ex-boyfriend so she runs at the ex-boyfriend and while she's running after him she runs into the, the dude that was captured and shit like that the other alien and they're just like, uh, oh, you got to protect me. You got to, you know, release me. Meanwhile, the other girls, they jump down because Wolverine smells the other uh, captives there also. And they realize you must have a nice collection there. And Professor like, oh, so that's how he got involved. And that's when we find out the real bad guy behind all this shit going on right now is, let's cut to the end. Oh, and, and her boyfriend's in cahoots also. Her boyfriend was tasked to kidnap them. And and he was paid by Tanelia Taval, the collector. And Tanelia Taval, the collector, what he wanted, he's like, I wanted one Wolverine and one explodey light power girl. I didn't need three of them. So keep one of them, toss the other two out the window, out, out in space. The end. So, yeah. So, crazy book. It's not dynamite boys, <laughs> image level. But for Marvel, they're pushing as far as they can go. You know, you expect Marvel to go go like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> why can't we get to the X-Men? Because yeah. Brian Singer wrote this shit. He's not going to write boom, boom, exploding tits. Yeah, we need, the, we need this. Like, Iceman exploding dick or some shit. This needs, to, this needs to be the new X-Men movie. <laughs> this needs to be the... Yeah, I'd watch this shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm almost mad I didn't read uh, part two. now Because I'm going to know what happened in part two now. And I'm almost tempted <laughs> to just buy this shit just to find out, you know. Uh, but yeah, we do. I would watch an X Men movie like this, but we know we're not going to get a Grindhouse oh, hell, hell type no. X Men movie like this because, yeah, because it's kind of like Deadpool, but not really Deadpool. And it would actually make people like Dazzler, Jubilee, and Boom Boom for some reason, you know. But here's the thing here's the thing. Okay. Even though it's written by a woman, this is technically the male gaze. Yeah. Unless, That's unless, the thing. unless she's gay too. Then it's all right. <laughs> maybe maybe I'm, I'm gonna do some research so she was, episode, a lesbian wrote this yeah lesbian wrote this and she just want to see a bunch of tits and ass then and stuff it, like then that it's woke. then it's woke and it's okay it's like anti-woke it's like counter-woke it's like yeah yeah like we're not allowed to look at it because it's written by a woman but if a woman writes it so it could be made by guys i think that's counter-woke i don't know yeah. What what is woke and what isn't woke? I don't know. I don't it's know lost, anymore. The words lost all meaning these days. Yeah, we don't even know what to like. We don't even know what to be mad at anymore. Like, <laughs> should we be upset? Should we be mad? Should we be protesting this book? Or should we just be standing ass and titties? I don't know. You know. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I, there was. I I enjoyed it, so that means it's bad. 
Right. You're not allowed to like this. I'm either. not allowed to like this. <laughs> and, I, and I skipped over one joke in there because there was one scene where uh, they were talking about Dazzle's ass and they were talking about uh, uh, working out and like that. Like, did that really work out? And and Laura just says, like, have you seen my ass in these tights? Yes, that workout routine works. You know, shit, it's stupid shit like that. This book, yeah. you know. So. I mean, we, we hey, we got to see She Hulk twerk with Megan, but we weren't supposed to like that. We were supposed to because it was, <laughs> but it's it's weird. It's different when you frame it in the male gaze. I don't think the She Hulk twerk was in the male gaze form, but when no, you watch it, was Megan's, funny. I, yeah, I it was funny. Yeah, I didn't whip it out to that scene. No, right, Whoop, it was funny. It's two o'clock in the morning. You know, yeah, <laughs> right. We didn't yeah, do that. Yo, you know? Hey, I'm gonna watch She Hulk in the bathroom. <laughs> right, <laughs> turn the volume down. You know, yeah, uh, like it's BET uncut or some shit. Like, no, it's not that. You know, so. But but uh, I mean. It, this seemed to be played for laughs. Like, yes, the, you know, boom, boom, shooting, you know, lasers out of her jugs. That was funny. <laughs> right. Yeah. It wasn't supposed to be, you know, uh, a commentary on the patriarchy or no shit like that. You know, <laughs> you know, so I don't know. But yeah, but That's some not... think peace on, you know, yeah, they will. They will write about that. <laughs> Somebody will. Like, how can you be mad at this book? How can you be mad either way? You know? Women mad at this book because of male gaze or the anti-woke crowd mad because it's all women. But it's, it's all, all women, women doing like stupid shit. This I don't know. Yeah. Somebody somebody will find a way to get mad at the book. I'm yeah, gonna look well, it that's up. the thing. There's the two the tribalism. Yeah. As we own the tribal, there's the yeah. two extremes. They're gonna both sides are gonna bitch about something. Right. They gotta draw sides. So yeah, yeah. And, and they got and they need attention, they need clicks, they need yeah. Cause yeah. I, I like I said, I don't think there's any reason to get upset about this book. It's just a dumb book it's just yeah. supposed to be stupid so yeah. yeah so i don't know and if killing vampires yeah, fuck. <laughs> um yeah what, yeah what what you got uh well the last book i got is the nightwing the nightwing nightwing annual, annual? okay yeah the only annual i got and it was pricey and i almost didn't get it because it is an annual and you we know annuals are just basically filler away stories filler, sometimes whatever. sometimes fillers might yeah. you know but it kind of this, it, it, your mouth may vary. Yeah, this wasn't. This has got finally the origin of Heartless, that serial killer that's been popping up here and there throughout the Tom Taylor's Nightwing run. Yeah, ripping out people's hearts and sit. That's how he stays alive. He rips out rips out people's hearts and you know puts them in his own chest so he can continue to stay alive. And then he has just ripped out Blockbuster's heart. You know, in the last issue, and took over. He's supposed to take over uh, Bloodhaven as the new mob boss. So this is his origin. We finally get to see who he is. It turns out some serial killer from England stole some dude's identity, who was supposed to be a butler for this rich billionaire's family. Goes in and poses as the butler for this billionaire family. The son is a fucked up mute little kid who tortures animals and shit. Uh, and the guy's like, hey, I, you know, since he's a serial killer, he's like, hey, this kid's like me. I should, you know, mentor him, mentor his bloodlust or whatever. And he starts taking him to the butcher. He takes him to, you know, shows him like animals eating each other, and you know, like, you know, hunt, you know, um, basically shows him like murder porn and all that stuff to like get get his sense of, you know, to get the, the, the aggression, his violent aggression built up in this kid. Um, then he takes him to the circus, you know, 
the night the Flying Graysons die. So he's there oh, okay. when Nightwings, when Dick's family fall and die. And that was like, that triggers him. Instead of like being horrified like the audience, he's like, whoa, that was so cool. And then he starts talking after that. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, eventually this kid grows up and he's the bully. So that he brought it back. So in earlier in the Tom Taylor run, there was this scene where Nightwing is it's like a young, when they're they're teenagers back at Bloodhaven Academy or whatever and high school. And um this kid's bullying another kid. Dick goes over, beats the shit out of the kid, knocks his teeth out. That's the kid. That kid, the bully turns out to be this guy, the uh heartless. Ah, um, foreshadowing. Okay. Yeah. So this was, yeah, he took it back. It's all connected. Mm-hmm. Um uh so the billionaire uh, ends up replacing his teeth and shit. And say, you know, oh, before that, he tried to kill, he finally tried to kill the kid's dad and take his inheritance. Um, he like rigged his helicopter to explode. He was going, he's a billionaire, he's gonna take a helicopter ride, whatever. Um, he rigged it to explode, but unbeknownst to him, he ends up taking the kid with them. The father takes the kid with them, the helicopter crashes. The kid, the the father dies. The kid almost dies, but the butler ends up putting his dad's heart into the kid. That saves his life, you know. So now the kid inherited all this money. He's got the butler. He's like evil Bruce Wayne. He's got you know the evil butler who then they start using all the money, the billionaire, the billions that he's got to like start enhancing his body, putting like robot arms in him, making it turn him into a cyborg, an enhanced individual you know, with all these implants and shit, you know. And that's how he becomes heartless. He goes around killing people, collects people's hearts. Whenever he gets dies or maims, he just puts another heart in his chest. He takes over. He kills Blockbuster. Now he's got Blockbuster's heart. He's like, now, Blockbuster's got superpowers, right? He's a medic. Mm-hmm. Really super strong. Yeah. yeah, so basically, he's now that he has Blockbuster's heart, he's, his body can be more powerful. And as a now, I'm going to take over Bloodhaven, and I will get that Nightwing. So that's basically the the origin. I got to say, it was pretty cool. We finally get, you know, because they've been teasing him this whole time for the past couple of years. You know, you don't know who he is. We we're always wondering, who is he going to be? Who is he going to be? Is it going to be some existing kid? Well, hope, we hope it's not Jason Todd, you know. <laughs> right, not again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, but they finally gave it an origin, and it was pretty cool. You know, I thought it was pretty cool. Um and then there was other stories. There's a story about Nightwing's dog. There's a story with uh, um, Dick is training John, uh, Superman's son, how to mm-hmm. fight. That was, that was pretty cool. So you know, this is this wasn't bad. I, I actually liked it. The, the the and that was it was a full issue. It was a full like twenty something pages of of Heartless's origin. So it wasn't it was like ten pages here, ten pages here. You know what I mean? It was actually a full on issue of dedicated to the origin of heartless which was cool and then some filler stories at the end so i'll give it a four out of five it was worth the bang it was worth the buck you know the bucks more bang for my buck almost didn't get it because it was so expensive but it turned out to be worth it cool and it actually sounds like it was it furthered the story of the nightwing thing yeah yeah original heartless so cool yeah four to five cool all right uh 
like I said, I'm booked out. You're booked out. Yeah. Appreciate everybody sticking around with us. If you listen this long, different like, share, subscribe. Uh, next week we'll have some other stuff going on. I can actually finally talk about the game war, see what happens that week. Something else will drop. I don't know. Maybe I'll watch we'll, Wednesday or something. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. My Netflix account got hacked again, so I don't I may or may not watch Wednesday, but we'll see. Uh if Willow. We do, we'll, Willow's on. Maybe I'll watch Willow. <laughs> I thought you would have watched it by now. I was gonna, but then I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> this i feel about uh bucky on under uh, marvel's avengers game <laughs> like i was gonna do it but i completely forgot that game existed so yeah <laughs> all right so yeah like i said this is leroy this is eli talk to you guys next week same bully time same bully channel well all right yeah you know ever since i turned pro in 1989 I signed a dotted line. It was strange. Those things changed for the better and for the worse. So I called my mama and she said, baby. Must be the money. Yeah, 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 yeah. Must be the money. It's got to be because I got people who want to be my Must friend. Be the money. People I never knew. People I never thought about associating Must with.
Balenciennes shoes gon' change.